There are many ways people listen to Vision, including DAB Plus Digital Radio. If you're in Greater Sydney, Melbourne or Brisbane and have a digital radio receiver in your car or home, you'll find Vision Christian Radio on the station list. If you're visiting one of these cities and hiring a car, there's a good chance it will have a DAB receiver and you'll be able to enjoy vision with exceptional sound quality while you drive around. If you don't already own a DAB receiver, you'll find many models, including clock radios at electronic retailers for under $100. To find out more about vision on digital radio and whether you're within the broadcast footprint, see vision.org.au slash DAB. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media. Thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation today at vision.org.au. Who is the Antichrist? He is effectively the son of Satan himself. We might think this beast, as he's called, will be terrifying to look at. But Pastor Greg Laurie says, actually, the opposite is true. I think he's going to be a really handsome guy. He'll have a well-tailored suit, think the devil wears Prada. He's going to be engaging. He's going to be intelligent. He's going to come with all of these so-called solutions, but really... He is the enemy of God. This is the day when the lost are found. This is the day for a new beginning. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Again, you hear all the angels are singing. This is the day, the day when life begins. So many have questions about the Antichrist. Is he on the world stage right now? Is he as bad as we've heard? Is he my next door neighbour? Some answers today coming up on A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. Let's get started in our important study of biblical prophecy. It's called simply, Who is the Antichrist? and forms part of Pastor Greg's series, Revelation, The Book of Promises. To the book of Revelation, chapter 13. Now, for you Bible students out there, you know what's in Revelation 13, don't you? That is a chapter that deals in great detail with this coming world leader called in the Bible the Antichrist. So, let me start with a question Who is this man called the Antichrist, the beast? the wicked one, the son of perdition? Well, the answer is he is, as I already referenced, effectively the son of Satan. If Satan ever had a son, this is him. The only man even close to Antichrist in the Bible would be Judas Iscariot because we read that Satan entered Judas's heart. But the Antichrist is even worse than Judas. And I believe the coming of Antichrist is getting much closer. So if the coming of Antichrist is close, the coming of Jesus Christ for his church is even closer. You know when we see Christmas decorations? When do we see them now? What, probably August? It seems that way, doesn't it? I mean, here come the Christmas decorations. So when I see Christmas decorations, it reminds me Thanksgiving is close. 
You say, no, Greg, they remind you that Christmas is close. Well, true, but if Christmas is close, Thanksgiving is even closer, right? Because it precedes Christmas. In the same way, if Antichrist is close, then the coming of Jesus for his church is even closer because Antichrist cannot be revealed until the church, and by the church I mean true followers of Jesus Christ, we will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And then this wicked world leader will emerge on the scene. So let's turn in our Bibles now to Revelation chapter 13. I'm gonna read quite a few verses, so read along with me. Revelation 13, starting in verse one. John, remember, he's on the island of Patmos. He's been given this revelation, which means the unveiling of the future. So this is what John is seeing. And he writes, Then I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. And on his horns were ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. Verse three, and I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded in his deadly wound which was healed and all the world marveled and followed the beast. And they worshiped the dragon who gave authority to the beast. And they worshiped the beast saying, who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies and was given authority to continue for 42 months. That's three and a half years. He opened his mouth and blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those that dwell in heaven. It was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. His authority was given to him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. And all who dwell on the earth will worship him whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Then John writes, if anyone has an ear to hear, let him hear. Wow. Now you read this, it looks like something out of a sci-fi movie, right? I've always been a fan of Godzilla. And as you think about John's description, it sounds similar uh, the creature with multiple heads and so forth that reminds me of the so-called titans from these Godzilla movies. One was called Ghidorah. He has many heads. And then there's my favorite, Mothra. I mean, is that an intimidating name for a monster? Mothra. It's effectively a giant moth flying around, which would be terrifying for my wife because my wife has a fear of moths. I think when she was a little girl, a moth got in her hair and it freaked her out. Now she sees a moth anywhere, she has to run out of the room screaming. Years ago I was with my wife Kathy in China and I'm walking along and she's walking toward me and there was what I thought a bird on the ground and I looked and it wasn't a bird, it was the biggest moth I've ever seen. So I was going, whoa, look at that moth. It was Mothra. And I, I looked at it and I said, hey Kathy, come here and look at the little birdie, so cute. So she, oh really, and she's coming and all of a sudden the moth takes flight and he was so big, I'm going, whoa, even I can have backed off. And some guy just steps over from the side and goes, oh, it's really gross. But, um, now what John do is doing here is he's speaking symbolically. And for the Bible student, we've seen this before, especially in the book of Daniel. To understand the beast, you need to understand its father. And to understand the Antichrist, you need to know more about Satan. See, this is symbolic, 
of different things that I'll identify for you in a moment. But this coming world leader, the Antichrist, is empowered by the devil himself. Second Thessalonians 2.9 says, the coming of the lawless one is based on Satan's working with all kinds of miracles, signs, and wonders. So you might say, like father, like son. So here in Revelation 13, we have a lion, a bear, and a leopard. Now if we go back to the book of Daniel, we see that this has been mentioned before. Each of these creatures, the lion, the bear, and the leopard, are representative of world kingdoms. First there is the lion. In fact, ancient Babylon was represented by a winged lion. This is speaking of the kingdom of Babylon, who were overcome by the Medo-Persian Empire, represented by the bear. The Medo-Persians were overtaken by the Greeks under the direction of the great military tactician Alexander the Great and symbolized by a leopard. So a bear is a powerful creature. A leopard is a fast creature and with great speed. Uh, Alexander and his forces just spread across the planet. The story is told that when he was still a young man he realized there were no kingdoms left to conquer and he openly wept. But now Daniel uh, reveals one more kingdom uh, from which the final Antichrist would emerge. He says in Daniel 7, 7, In my vision that night I saw a fourth beast, terrifying, dreadful, and very strong. It devoured and crushed its victims with huge iron teeth and trampled what was left beneath its feet. It was different from all the other beasts and it had ten horns. This is a symbol of Rome. The Romans overtook the Greeks. They took a lot of Greek culture, adapted it, even a form of government. But Rome was a military machine like the world had never seen before. And no other nation really conquered Rome. Babylon was conquered by the Medo-Persians. The Medo-Persians were conquered by the Greeks. The Greeks were conquered by Rome, but no one ever conquered Rome. But Rome effectively collapsed beneath its own weight. And it is from the ruins that this phoenix will rise, if you want to call it that. It's from the ruins of this that the Antichrist, this coming world leader, emerges on the scene in the last days. The pharaohs, Nebuchadnezzar, Alexander the Great, the Caesars, Napoleon, even Hitler, were all precursors to the most evil man that has ever emerged on the scene. This Antichrist who will harness economic and technological power. He'll form a one-world government, a one-world economy, and a one-world religion. You're listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California, USA. And we're working our way through a series in Revelation called A Book of Promises. Today, he's pulling back the veil so we can get a look at the Antichrist from chapter 13 in Revelation. Let's continue. Here's five things you need to know about the Antichrist if you're taking notes. Number one, I've already mentioned this. I'll repeat it again. The Antichrist is energized and empowered by Satan himself. Verse two of Revelation 13 says, the dragon gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. And we're already told in Revelation that the dragon is Satan. So Satan gives to his son, if you will, Antichrist, the power to do what he does. And it is the devil's to give. 
You remember during the temptation in the wilderness, Jesus was shown all the kingdoms of the world by Satan in a moment of time. And Satan said, all of this is mine and I can give it to whomever I want to give it to and if you will worship me, it will be yours. This has always been Satan's issue. This once beautiful, powerful angel in heaven rebelled against God. Why? Because he wanted to be God. Uh, over in Isaiah, it says that he said, I will be like God. I will be like the Most High. So now he's saying to Jesus, why don't you worship me right now? And of course, Jesus uh, resisted that temptation. But he's taken now his authority and he's giving it to Antichrist. So Jesus Christ wouldn't go with it, but Antichrist will. So Satan is authorizing and empowering this individual. But understand, he's given permission. Look at Revelation 13.5. He was given authority to continue for three and a half years. So the Lord says, I'm gonna let you do this, but you have three and a half years. And God knows that Satan is gonna hang himself. God's giving Satan enough rope to hang himself. The same thing happened to the devil at the cross. His plan backfired. He filled the heart of Judas Iscariot to betray Jesus. He orchestrated all these events to put an end to the ministry of the Son of God. And when it was all said and done, he helped to bring about God's purpose. Because the Bible says, it pleased the Father to bruise the Son. So the devil was helping God accomplish his goal. Now, when we read this term, the beast, this is not a description of his appearance, like beauty and the beast. No, this rather is a description of his character. I think he's gonna be a really handsome guy. He'll have a well-tailored suit. Think the devil wears Prada. He's going to be engaging. He's going to be intelligent. He's gonna come with all of these so-called solutions. But really, he is the enemy of God. And the fact of the matter is he's gonna be a fake Christ. The prefix anti not only means against, it also means instead of. He's coming as a false Messiah. I remember years ago I was in Israel and uh, we were talking about the Messiah. And I said, well, I believe Jesus is the Messiah. And this Jewish man said, well, we don't believe Jesus is the Messiah. I said, okay, well, who will your Messiah be? And he said, this is an exact quote, when our Messiah comes, he'll bring peace to the Middle East and he'll rebuild our temple. I said, um, you just described the Antichrist. You can see how some would think he is the Messiah. Oh, he's doing all these wonderful things, but he hasn't revealed who he really is yet. He's a fake Christ. He is Satan's ultimate masterpiece, the crowning counterfeit, a forged replica of Jesus. What is the agenda of the Antichrist? He's coming to deify Satan. He's coming to deify Satan. Verse four of Revelation 13, they worship the dragon, that's Satan, remember, who gave authority to the beast, and they worship the beast, saying, who is like the beast and who is able to make war with him? And this is what the devil, of course, has always wanted. Also, Antichrist is coming to defy and take the place of Jesus. So he's coming to defy and take the place of Jesus. Revelation 13, verse five, there was given a mouth speaking great blasphemies and things, and he was given authority to continue for three and a half years. He opposes Christ, and also he's coming to kill believers. 
to kill Christians. Look at verse seven. It was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given to him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. Now you're probably thinking, wait, what? Kill Christians? I thought Christians would be caught up to meet the Lord in the rapture. Well, they will be. Millions of them. But other people are gonna come to Christ in the tribulation period. Some have falsely thought that the Holy Spirit is gonna be removed from the earth during the tribulation period. Not true. The Bible says, he who now restrains will continue to do so until he is taken out of the way and then that wicked one will be revealed whom the Lord will destroy with the brightness of his coming. So the restraining force in the world today is the Holy Spirit working through Christians. After Christians are caught up to meet the Lord in the air, thousands, even millions, are gonna come to Christ. Some of the greatest outpourings of the Holy Spirit will happen in the tribulation period. So these believers will be persecuted by the Antichrist. Antichrist is also coming to dominate the globe. Of verse seven, authority was given to him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. And by the way, Antichrist does not act alone. He has a partner in crime, a sidekick, if you will, identified as the false prophet. Revelation 13, 11 says, another beast that looks like a lamb and speaks like a dragon. So this is another evil man, different from the Antichrist. So you've heard of the dynamic duo of Batman and Robin. This is the demonic duo of Antichrist and his religious leader, the false prophet. Now you add Satan to the mix and you have an unholy trinity. Just as there is a holy trinity of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, there's an unholy trinity as Satan in the place of God, Antichrist in the place of Jesus Christ, and this false prophet in the place of the Holy Spirit. Pastor Greg Laurie pointing out the clever schemes of that unholy alliance from our studies in Revelation, a very rewarding study of Bible prophecy, giving a full picture of the book's authorship, the time in which it was written, and the circumstances in which our redemption takes place. We'll have more for you next time with more insights on Satan's spawn and the Antichrist right here on A New Beginning. Today's message from Pastor Greg Laurie was called, Who is the Antichrist? If you'd like to listen again, just download the free Vision Christian Media app, where it's available as a podcast. Or for a copy on CD, contact Vision Christian Store on 1-800-00-5011 or go to visionstore.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.